Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. Today um, is December 1st, and it's exciting because today is the day we start reading my devotional together, my new devotional, Invited to Worship. And I put a lot of time, energy, effort into this. Um, It was very much an effort with the Lord. And um, he kind of, like he did with the other Christmas devotional, put this idea on my heart in about October and um, quickly wrote a lot of these. But even though it was quick, it was still really meaningful, emotional work with the Lord, just sitting with him, um, asking him, what do you want me to write here? What do you want me to say? Um, and just seeing how that unfolded. Um, I had a lot of help from my aunt, actually, who helped me edit all of it, and she was so instrumental in kind of going back and forth with me, and I'm just so grateful for that. Um, But I thought today I would kind of talk about just some things about it. I want to read to you day one. We can read it together. Um, So first of all, why invited to worship? Why, Why that title? Why that subject? Well, if you read my last devotional, Invited to Rest, which I put out a couple years ago, that one, I really felt a burden that God was putting on my heart to um, call people to rest during this crazy, busy Christmas season. Um, I, I was inspired by Matthew eleven twenty eight, which says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Um, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. And so a lot of that book was inspired by that verse and just um, basically doing the opposite of what we all do during this time of year where we hustle and we hurry and we worry and we um, do a million things on our to-do list, but really God is calling us to sit down and be with him and to rest. And so um, for this Next devotional, Invited to Worship, I wanted, I was thinking about what happens when we choose to sit down to rest and to not do the busy things. We have to replace it with something, something better, something that um, God calls us to, and that's worship. So once we get to the point of actually choosing to rest and sit down, what what is the posture of our heart? And so for me, the answer to that was worship. It was sitting with God and, and praising his wonderful name. And there were just so many cool stories, um, a few from the Christmas story and a few just throughout the Bible of spontaneous moments of worship, moments where people just like sang to the Lord or like they had maybe a quiet moment with him or also like how the baby leaped inside Elizabeth's womb. Like that, how fun would that moment have been? Or in the field with the angels and just this incredible moment of worship with them and the shepherds in this totally dark field. Um, So I wrote about a lot of those moments and God just kept putting it on my heart to encourage you, the reader, to worship him, to um, when you choose to rest, when you choose to lay down all the things that are seemingly important but are really not that important, and you finally get quiet, and you sit at his feet, what happens there? Um, And in those moments, that's where you give your heart to him. That's where you talk about 
how beautiful he is, how wonderful he is, what he's done in your life. Um, that's where he speaks to you and, and gives you encouragement and refreshment. And it's in those moments where you are well rested and refreshed and able to go pour back out in your life. So um, that was kind of behind all of this. And so I wanted to read day one with you, December 1. It is called Time, Talent, and Treasures. And the verse I included with this one is Matthew 2, 11 through 12. It says, And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. I remember the first time I stepped foot into my church home. They were leading worship with the words, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. And I was immediately brought to tears. At this point in my life, I was craving the presence of the Spirit and wasn't sure how to know and be known by Him. But this song was a pure invitation for the Holy Spirit to enter the room, and my heart was overcome with gratitude. I didn't have to do anything to experience God's presence. He was already there. These wise men gave freely of their gifts. They had gifts of time, talent, and treasure. They gave of their time in making the long journey to see the newborn king. They gave of their talent by imparting worship and grace onto Mary and Joseph as they held their little son, the Savior of the world, in their arms. They gave their treasure with gold, frankincense, and myrrh offered to a tiny baby. What a marvel this must have been put in the heart of Jesus' parents. What gifts do you have to give to Jesus? What can you hand to him and say, do what you want with this, Lord. I'm yours. Maybe it's musical talent. Maybe it's financial resources. Maybe it's encouragement through handwritten cards for hurting souls inside your church body. God has a job for you to do, and it involves your gifts. Don't shy away from what he might be asking you to do. Very often, using those gifts is one of the most fulfilling experiences you will ever have in your life. You start to see the heart of the Father and His plan for you is one of true joy and abundance in His love. Step into that calling by asking Him what you are good at and then offer it right back to Him in praise. I have a couple questions here too. It says, what gifts has God put in you for a reason? And the other question is, in what ways might he be asking you to step out and use those gifts? And so this particular devotional has me thinking about a lot because a few years back, I was in a different church situation than I am now. Um, and a lot of times in that environment, it was, it was very um, works-based and it had a lot of calling to serve, 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 serve. That was number one. Um, and not that it's bad to serve. I'm please don't hear me saying that, but there was such a push for that, that I felt this burden that I could never do enough for God. I could never be a good enough Christian. Um, and a lot of times in those environments, I was serving out of pure duty and pure, like, this is what I have to do. Um, where now, um, it's so much different because I have prayed about how God wants to use my gifts and I've thought through what that looks like. And now the service comes out of joy. I'm not saying that I never don't want to do anything or I never feel like, oh, not today, or I just don't have the energy. Of course, everybody feels like that. 
but there is a different kind of fulfillment that comes when you actually use your gifts in serving the church body and serving Christ um, because he has put a unique set of gifts in you. Um, and maybe you're serving in a certain capacity right now and you're feeling very drained by it and you feel like you're not helping anyone and you're just showing up because you have to. Um, and I just want to encourage you that service doesn't always have to look like that. I mean, it can also be very life-giving, very, very joyful, very much what God has put in you as a gift to serve the body. And that is way more exciting to do than um, the other way. And I'm not saying it always has to be exciting. It, it doesn't. I, I think sometimes serving can be hard and it, it could feel like you're at your, the end of your rope a little bit. That's that's normal. I think a lot of us feel that way. But I do think that um, there's so much joy in using your specific gifts for God's purposes. So I want to encourage you today to just take some time away with the Lord and ask him, Lord, what are my gifts? What are the things you have put in me on purpose? Could you show those to me? Could you make those come alive to me? And a lot of times, the way that I figure out my gifts and the way he shows me that is I look at what burdens me, what hurts my heart, what is something that I think about, that I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about. Um, when they announce something in church, where does my heart drawn to? What is something that I'm like, oh, I, I want to get involved with that. I, I want to be a part of that. That is oftentimes God's way to convict you with the Spirit, to, to show you how He wants to use your gifts. And I used to be the type of person that felt like every ministry that was announced on Sunday, I had to be a part of, and I signed up for everything. Um, but God basically sat me down and said, hold on there. You can't handle all of that, and I don't want you to be doing all that. Um, but I've learned to slow down a little bit and to pay more attention to His Spirit. And I would much rather be invested fully into one thing, one or two things, rather than 10 things and to be half into all of those things. So my challenge for you is to pray about this, to think about this. Um, it is a joy to serve with the body of Christ. It is a joy to use your gifts for the body of Christ. And it shouldn't be this like drudgery that, that you hate doing and it's awful. It is a, a beautiful way of all the parts of the body coming together and being this incredible force for the Lord. And so I just want to encourage you, what are your gifts? What are some things that God could use? I mean, I never imagined in a million years that I would be helping out with my church's social media team. I mean, like I never thought, but I, I didn't think of how my gifts could fit into what the church does. And so... Um, just seeing that now and seeing how God brought those gifts to the table and someone there saw that I, they could use those set of gifts, it became this thing where it was like, oh yeah, God has been preparing me for this. God has been um, using me to develop my gifts so that I can serve in this way. And so I just want to encourage you with that. I, I loved writing this first devotional. I put it first because I just really thought it was something that people could resonate with. And I want to read to you again that this one line that I had in there because this is also something God has been teaching me all week. Um, it says, I didn't have to do anything to experience God's presence. He was already there. And I think 
I myself, I don't know if you are, feel this way, but I err on the side of I need to do, do, do more for God. I'm not doing enough for my God, for God, for my family, for my home. Um, I feel less than in a lot of areas. And God is continually exposing this lie in my heart. It, he's exposing that I'm believing the lie that I have to do more to earn love from him, from people, um, from everyone in my life. And so a lot of times in this, it's very hard, but he's asking me to not do anything else and to be still with him. <laughs> and that is, of course, I write, I wrote a whole devotional on invited to rest and invited to worship, but I can't do it myself. And so um, he's been sitting me down a lot. And so in that, I'm learning to be quiet with him and to be still with him. And when I do that with him, it's when I hear his voice the most. And that's when I get the deepest moments with him, the growth in our relationship, and I get just insights into how he wants me to live. It, it only happens when I sit down to be with him. Um, so if that's you, if you feel like you've got to do, do, do more to earn people's love and to earn God's love, just just be quiet with him. Just sit with him. Don't do more. Don't analyze more. Just sit and see what he says to you. Um, because it's made such an impact in my life. And if you are a doer like me, it will make an impact in your life too. So thank you friends for being here with me today. If you haven't gotten a copy of the devotional yet, it is not too late. You can order it on Amazon and it will get to you in two days. So um, it is called Invited to Worship. I'll put the link for Amazon below. Um, and I just love you all. I, I'm excited for December. I'm excited for what God is going to teach me in this season. Um, he always has such beautiful things to show me. I also really enjoy like the new year time and just thinking about what he has in the year ahead. Um, so I'll definitely be doing a special episode on that. But I love you all. Have a wonderful day. I will see you next time.